Hello everyone who is tuning in, and welcome to the third episode of the Cantina Podcast. I'm your bartender and host today, my name is Isaac. In this podcast, we talk everything Star Wars, ranging from video games, shows, and movies, to diving deep into lore, including canon and legends. So if you enjoy Star Wars, I hope you'll stick around and have some fun. If you are sticking around, then what are you doing? Pull up a chair, grab a drink, and relax as we get into today's topic. So today's episode is actually going to be a little different from the last ones that I have done. Uh, Normally, I go over several topics, usually in the order of some news about a new Star Wars video game, some news about a new Star Wars show or movie, and then ending the podcast with a little piece of lore. Uh, But this episode is actually going to be completely focused on one topic. So this episode is going to be completely dedicated to talking about a single piece of lore. I'm sorry to disappoint anyone who was coming in uh, for news about video games or shows or anything like that. Sorry to disappoint you if you were coming here for the news. But if you are interested in hearing about some Star Wars lore, then I hope you'll, you will stay and listen. Alright, so the lore piece that I have for you today comes from the Star Wars comic series. It is the story of when Darth Vader actually fights Darth Maul's apprentice. Well, sort of. Our story begins with Darth Vader storming Jabba the Hutt's palace with a bunch of death troopers. He was there to take away Han Solo, who was trapped in a carbonite. Darth Vader had come in and of course crushed all of Jabba's men with his death troopers. He had completely taken over the palace. Han Solo was right in front of Darth Vader at this point and was there for the taking. However, there was one more character that was sitting on the sidelines waiting for Darth Vader to approach him. As soon as Darth Vader and his death troopers tried to go to take away Han Solo, One of the members of the Crimson Dawn, which was a large criminal syndicate, uh, if you have ever seen the movie Solo, A Star Wars Story, the Crimson Dawn are the main villains in that movie, and that that movie gives you a pretty good idea what they're like. Um, But anyways, back to the story. Uh, A member of Crimson Dawn approaches Darth, Darth Vader and says, and I quote, A word, Lord Vader. You may take Han Solo, of course. We will not get in your way. But there is still the matter of the one million credits, the one million credits that got Jabba to win the bidding for Han Solo. Crimson Dawn must be made whole. If you wish to take the prize, you must assume the obligation. That's the end of the quote. So basically here, this was a member of Crimson Dawn, and they know they aren't going to be able to stop Darth Vader from taking Han away at this point. So this character is just trying to make a desperate attempt to uh, swindle some money from Darth Vader at least before he takes Han Solo away, you know, to repay um, uh, the Crimson Dawn and uh, Jabba for all the trouble they had caused. And it's revealed at this point that this character who approaches Darth Vader is actually Kira. Now, if you don't know who Kira is, then you obviously haven't watched Solo, A Star Wars Story, and I'm actually going to talk a little bit about Solo, A Star Wars Story, so if you haven't seen it, I'd skip a a little farther ahead past this part. Alright, so Kira was Han Solo's girlfriend in in Solo, A Star Wars Story. Um, So, in the movie... 
if you are still here that means you've seen the movie of course and at, you know that at the end of the movie Kira kills Dryden Voss and basically becomes Darth Maul's second in command for commanding the Crimson Dawn Syndicate and Kira actually worked very closely with Maul and was a little bit of an apprentice for him for quite a bit of time and that's just a bit of a background on where Kira is at this point. She's still the second in command for Crimson Dawn, and she's been working with uh, Maul for a couple of years now. And so, you know, they've become a bit close. And that's just background on who she is. And now, she surprised Darth Vader, actually, at this point. Uh, a little, just a little bit. Because when she interjected her little proposition to the Dark Lord... She not only had the goal to interject her proposition, but also to stand toe-to-toe with the Dark Lord. So she came right up to Darth Vader and was not afraid of him at all, and this surprised him because usually he would intimidate most people. But she had, she was just brave enough to walk straight up to Darth Vader and was not afraid of him at all. The reason she was not afraid of Darth Vader was because she had spent a lot of time with Darth Maul at this point, of course, like I said. And so she was used to the looming and ominous presence of a Sith Lord. So she she just was not afraid of him at all, which was something unusual for Darth Vader. She was not intimidated at all, but Darth Vader was not very amused by her little stunt, and all he did to reply to her was say, Ridiculous. You are owed nothing. Kira replied poking fun at Darth Vader and mocking him a little bit by saying, Oh, is the Empire too poor to pay its debts? Or too cheap? At this point, Kira had crossed the line and angered Darth Vader now because the Empire was something that uh, Vader cared deeply about, uh, actually. And so he was angered by her saying this. And now, with a simple glance and a turn of his head, he ignited his red blade. And, of course, we can all assume what is about to ensue. Darth Vader's going to go on the offensive to attack Kira. Alright. So, let's see what happens in the fight. However, so, something happened that Darth Vader didn't anticipate. So, most people, whenever they do something like this uh, to offend Darth Vader or anything like that, they're just oblivious and think they're the best, but don't realize actually how powerful Darth Vader is. So he actually ends up underestimating Kira. He didn't know who Kira was, and so he had no reason to fear her or assume that she had uh, quite a bit of strength or power or anything or any skill. So he underestimated her. He assumed she would not be as well trained as him but she had been the second in command for Darth Maul like we talked about earlier for a long time now and had even been highly trained in combat by him so she had been trained by Darth Maul so she was just as well equipped in in combat as uh, Vader was maybe not in every aspect like strength since he had uh, since Darth Vader had um, his cyborg limbs and everything so she couldn't match him in strength or in some aspects obviously but she at least knew how to fight and was able to put up a little bit of a fight against him which surprised Darth Vader so at this point Kira ignites her two blades which she has as well uh, and they were not lightsaber blades and uh, they were they're very strange so they were basically 
Um, the only way I can possibly describe these are as electro swords or kind of electro stabs that have a hilt of a sword, basically. Uh, whatever they technically are, her weapons were surrounded with red glowing electricity. So it was a hilt. It was a hilt of a sword with a long stick that was surrounded with red glowing electricity, and she had two of these to dual wield with. And after she had uh, ignited her blades, Kira then took a fighting stance and told Darth Vader that not everyone here is afraid of you. Darth Vader then lunged at Kira, again angered at her by her silly little remarks. But he was not quick, quick enough, and Kira was able to avoid his slashes and his red lightsaber. Vader then says, you have training. Impressed and shocked, Vader takes a second uh, and a step back to reconsider his opponent's strength. He didn't quite. He realized at this point that uh, she had been well trained and, and was able to even dodge a barrage of his attacks, and so he took a minute to kind of recuperate and re regain a strategy to go against her. But then taking a step back and looking at her stance and everything, Vader then recognized the fighting style that Kira was using and told her that I recognize the lineage of your instruction. Kira, of course being the quick-witted little girl that she is, replied once again with another comment saying, Oh, do you now, Lord Vader? Vader again gets provo provoked and attacks Kira. Kira does a flip this time. Uh, and blocks Vader's attack mid-flip with her with her um, weapons. Kira makes another remark as she starts to land, telling Vader that he knows he is in trouble then if he recognizes the fighting style. And Darth Vader then proceeds to ask Kira who trained her and who her master was, trying to buy some time for him to think and to probe his opponent for information at the same time. This was a common thing that Darth Vader would do in his fights when he was fighting people. Uh, he would try and probe them for information and try to find out weaknesses for them while he would fight. He would kind of play, he would, he would do sword play and he would also do uh, mental warfare with his opponent, trying to figure out if he can get them to reveal anything. Alright. So, back to the story. Kira tells Vader that uh, her master was someone who knew quite a bit about Lord Vader and his master. Uh, Vader, after this remark, attacked a third time, but Kira was able to outrun the attack. And Vader tells her that her skill does credit to her teacher, but she does not have the force. Vader is done playing games. He, he is done playing with Kira at this point. He's learned all he needs to know. He extends his hand and grabs Kira with the force, choking her. By this time, Vader has figured out who has taught Kira. He, he had deducted that if they knew a lot about himself, the Emperor, and were a master of the fighting technique that Kira was using, he knew that the master that taught her must be Maul. Vader says to Kira that almost a pity you that it's almost a pity you must die. Few use these techniques in this time. 
so he was almost sad that he had to kill her because not many people knew how to use the techniques of a uh, the fighting style that she was using. It was one one that uh, someone that a uh, Jedi or a uh, Sith only a Sith or Jedi would use. And by this time. I keep saying by this time. Okay. Vader had almost choked Kira to death now, but she had one more trick up her sleeve to try and save herself. She activated a compartment on her hilt, and once opened, it released a bunch of mini uh, detonators, thermal detonator, detonators that were heading for Darth Vader. Vader was able to stop them with the force, but he was not able to stop the explosion. The explosion knocked them both off their balance, and this also made Vader release the force choke that he had on Kira. Vader quickly regained his balance and tells her it was a feeble attempt. And Vader was not only in combat a masterful duelist, he was also mentally challenging because he would provoke your inner thoughts and uh, your inner weaknesses, and he would break you mentally during combat, like I was talking about earlier. He was a master of mental warfare, and he once he would probe you during combat to find out what he could do to break you. He wouldn't just beat you, he would destroy you, not only in the physical sense, but in the mental sense as well. At this point in their battle, he had finally broken Kira. She had no longer had any little remarks to say at this point or anything. Vader had finally crossed a line and had broken her. She yells and screams at Darth Vader, telling him that she is not feeble. Nothing about her is feeble. Kira then combined the two weapons that she had, making them into a double-bladed weapon, similar to her master's double-bladed lightsaber. She then went berserk and went off the rails, just sending a flurry of attacks at Darth Vader. She had flown off the rails similar to how Maul had fought whenever he uh, was doing a lot of combat, because Maul would draw on just the, the pure berserk nature of his emotions and would use that to fuel his combat and would just completely go into a flurry of attacks blinded but Vader had finally had enough he had toyed with her enough he had toyed with Kyria enough and he was just completely done with this battle and so Vader literally shouts the word enough and then using the force he repels everybody around him including Kira and the spectators alike and repels them completely away from him using the force. Vader repels Kira so much that she slams into the carbonite frozen body of Han Solo. Vader then turns to everyone else in the room in a, in a flurry of anger and says, will anyone else tell me what I cannot do? I will take what I like as he swings his lightsaber around killing one of the bystanders. Then he turns to Kira and says, the next will be you. A pity that for such skill to go to waste, but you were a fool to challenge me, and now you will pay thee. At this moment, Vader freezes. Wait, he says. I sense Skywalker. As he now clenches his fist, waiting for his son to make an entrance. So, it's the end of the duel. Vader was ready to kill her. 
but then he sensed his son who had he had been hunting for for a long time and he's waiting for his son now to make his grand entrance and he's now he's ready to face his son and i am so so sorry to all of you but that's exactly where the comic comic stops it leaves us on an epic cliffhanger Ooh, I, it, I'm sorry if you guys hate cliffhangers. I hate cliffhangers as well because I want to know what happens so badly. Like, I want to know if Kira dies. I want to know what happens if Luke and Vader fight. It, it, but that's the end of the comic right there. And that's the end of the story. For for now, at least. Unless we go into the, the next comic. But we don't have enough time for that unless we want to make this <laughs> like half an hour long. Alright, so that's where the comic ends on this epic cliffhanger. Again, I apologize if you hate cliffhangers. I hate them as well. But that is the story of the time that Darth Darth Maul's sort of apprentice fought Darth Vader. And that is all I have for today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed, and I hope you will come back next time for some more Star Wars news, stories, and more. But until then, thank you for coming to the cantina, and I hope to serve you again. Goodbye.